Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. I'd like to welcome back all our listeners to the mini podcast with our guest, Jonathan Cabin, who is a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills, California. John is also an entrepreneur, blogger, humanitarian, and likes to spend time with his family when he's not at work. Jonathan, welcome to Surgeon Masters Podcast. Thanks so much for having me back, Jeff. I really appreciate it. You seem to be a go-to person for us, and you think about these topics in a lot of the same way that I do, and I think it's awesome. I particularly like the stuff that you've been putting out on your blogs. The latest one that you recently published on Medium was Social Media as a Drug, Should Doctors Act Accordingly? And then you also were kind enough to give us a a follow-up rendition or excerpt of that or the concepts and kind of a steps to control social media for the Surgeon Masters blog. We really appreciate that. I'm thinking about these things a lot and trying to write about them. And it's always helpful to have like-minded people like yourself to bounce ideas off of and to kind of collaborate with. So it's always a pleasure to be part of your podcast. I mean, there was definitely a huge amount of principles that you provided in that, but a lot of it was that One, social media is here to stay and that you pointedly provide that it's a positive and a negative a little bit depending on how it's used, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it's interesting the article was about social media, but you can kind of extrapolate that to a lot of things in our life, especially technological things where they can be positive tools or they can be obstacles. And it really depends on how we view them, how we think about them and the boundaries we create around them. And, And social media for sure is an onus now on many of us uh, living, trying to navigate something that seems to be critical in terms of social life and business life, but also can get very intrusive very quickly. Yeah, I think there's a degree of people like myself that at times feel the overwhelm or, like you said, the intrusion and finding that right balance or finding the way that you want to manage things is, is important. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about with these. Yeah, and you know, One of the things I I tell people is the reason why I write stuff is because I'm struggling with it myself. So this isn't me coming from above and saying, this is the way I deal with things and this is the way everyone else should. It's about thinking about the, the real problems I've experienced with this technology in my life and how I've thought about ways around it or continue to figure out ways to to make it a positive force. So that's kind of was the impetus for wanting to actually write about this. What were some of the things that you learned that apply to this intention? Yeah, I think, you know, the guest blog I wrote for you guys sort of summarized some recommendations after I had written that other blog for that had been posted on Doximity, went through a couple key concepts of managing social media. And I, I think one of the big ones for me, uh, number one, because it's, it's super important, number two, it can apply almost anywhere in your life is the concept of opting out. You know, there's a lot of things I think many of us do, or most of us or all of us do day to day that we feel are obligatory. They're just things we do in life. And we don't really step back and think about what value is it bringing to us? Are we getting joy out of this thing? And so what I encourage people to do for social media, and I think you can really extrapolate this to almost anything, is to is to take a minute to to, to be intentional about your use and not just scroll through mindlessly or post mindlessly, but think about how you feel when you're on it, the things you're doing while you're on it that are positive. So I love that. So maximizing the positive and minimizing some of the negative as a sort of overarching concept. And then that positive is I'm hearing what brings us value 
or joy or a combination of those. Opting out, what steps do we take? What are some examples of opting out? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest example is who we follow. And I think a lot of us are going on social media, not just to share our own thoughts, but to see what other people in our lives are thinking about or doing. And everyone knows, everyone has those people on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Every time they see a post, it bothers them or doesn't bring them value at the very least, or you actually find yourself judging that person negatively and and using it as a way to feel better about yourself and in judgment stance. And I think by unfollowing people, and in Facebook, you can just remove them from their timeline, but in other services, you actually have to unfollow them, can be hugely rewarding and relieving thing to do. And, And so that when you go on, you're not encountering this negativity that you're either projecting or that is coming to you from them. And that way, you're really cultivating a group of people that you follow that bring value to you, whether it's education or just because you you love them or you're interested in them and you want to see what they're up to and removing the people that are really just, their posts are really just wasting your time. One of the clues might be realizing when you're, your time is being wasted and instead of just going away frustrated to make a mental note that there's an opportunity for an unfollow or opting out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, in my own life, there have been people or, or businesses that I noticed every time I encountered them, it would bring about some sort of negative emotion, whether it was me judging them or, or me feeling some negative emotion towards them. And I realized that I only have a certain number of hours per day and there's so many things I want to do and experience and why subject myself to a negative moment. So in that moment, realizing, okay, maybe this is someone that isn't worth my time on these services that I'm not obliged to follow and realizing that by unfollowing people or blocking them or otherwise not looking at their content, you know, you know that even though it feels like you may be missing out on something, at the end of the day, it's, it's a positive because you're giving base and time for other things in your life that are more valuable. And the other thing I heard in there a little bit, because I think you and I both agree that these are principles okay. that can be applied beyond uh, just social media use, but this idea that in many of our interactions, that we can choose the timing of things and and the dose. In other words, you may still have some requirement to interact with people, either because it's part of your research, you're going on and looking up things and you encounter it, or in your professional life, you may have some professional interactions with certain people, but you have the ability to control that dose by intentionally spending less time there or interacting with that individual or individuals versus others, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And this is not a new concept and it's not something by any means I've come up with and it's something I've learned from other people. But the idea is that in the modern day day and age, you know, there's a lot of people and activities and, and things we do that feel obligatory that we just do because we've always done them. And whether it's on social media, which we're specifically talking about, or in life, you know, the people time with the things you're spending your time doing, you know, to be a little bit more thoughtful and intentional about your time and about really cultivating experiences that aren't just obligatory and that you've always done, but things that bring you value and joy, whether it's that friend of yours that you've known for many years that you never quite have a great time with, but you still hang out with, or that club you're in that you go to every week because you've always gone to it, you know, thinking a little bit more about how is this making me feel? What am I spending my time on? And realizing that those valuable moments could be spent elsewhere doing other things that bring joy. Well, that sounds great. It sounds like our call to action. And it sounds like we're going to ask people to find ways uh, to have more intentional use of their time or opting out on some of those things that bring less value and more negativity. So we're going to ask our listeners to take that on. Find out your own plan. Thanks for joining us. 
Thanks, Jeff. I, I always appreciate being on. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with John Cabin. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.